Hi guys. Hey Marco. Hey. <laughs> uh, welcome to a very special episode, very special bonus episode of the podcast where we're going to talk about uh, the new Batman trailer because yes, I flexed are. a lot of my uh, Aaron Sorkin Star Trek knowledge, but I have not got a chance to flex my Batman knowledge yet in three episodes, so I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, I'm joined as per usual by Dan and Carolina, who are both here. Um, yeah, so we're gonna try to keep this one kind of brief, so let's let's talk about it. You, one of you guys can start. Let me know what you think, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Um, well, Carolina, you were saying you had a lot of questions, so why don't you <laughs> do you wanna begin? Yeah. So the Batman. I'm on the IMDb right now, and it just says the plot is unknown. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but earlier I was telling Dan that I watched the trailer and didn't actually know who the villains were until I went on IMDb. Right. I, I did guess it was the Riddler, but I didn't actually know, <laughs> just based on, I don't remember what part of the trailer, I mean, I just rewatched it, and of course I already forget, but I think he said we, he wanted to play a game or something, and I'm like, okay, it's not the Joker again, it has to be the Riddler, and that's all I knew, otherwise, I don't really know the plot, I'm excited to see Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, because I love her, and otherwise... I have no idea what's going on. And I don't really know anything about the other villain, the penguin. Like, I saw the old Batman that had the penguin, but, I like, I don't know anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Okay, this, yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you guys um, know a lot more than I do, obviously. Dan, what are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um... Yeah, so I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I just really wanted to, like, stress how excited I am for, like, it's clearly going for a more untamed, uncontrolled, like, first stages Batman, which is, like, it's obvious because that famous scene in the trailer where he's just beating on the dude, like... I did not like those sound effects. That was horrible. It was just, like, (laughs) cracking bones and... Yeah, it it was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I loved it. Um, yeah so that's I'm looking forward to that the most seeing that progression into the controlled you know has everything under control I mean the Batman that we that we're used to but we'll get there you know and that's that was my first that was my first thought really after when I uh, after I first saw the trailer yeah do we know if this is going to be like multiple movies um, yes, this Batman series is going to be at minimum like a trilogy of movies, um, starring Robert Pattinson, obviously. Um, there's also going to be a TV show on HBO Max about like the Gotham City Police Department that's going to like tie in to the th- show to flesh out some of the villains and stuff. Um, yeah, so I guess my general thoughts seeing it was that I'm very excited to get like Detective Batman. Because I feel like none of the, like, every Batman movie has basically been the same in so much as it's just, like, a crazy person who's, like, has a lot of trauma from the death of his, of his parents or whatever, but it's not really indicative. Like, we've talked a lot about this. Like, every Batman movie is basically just an adaptation of Year One or The Dark Knight Returns. And the reason that is is because those are probably, like, the two most famous Batman books, but they're also two really specific ones. Like, Year One is his origin. Dark Knight Returns is, like, an old man Batman, like on his last hurrah or whatever um and like they're the best and they're the most famous ones but like if you go pick up a batman comic like it doesn't feel like those books at all batman comics have a totally different tone like they're very much 
like episodes of Sherlock, but in like the Batman universe. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited that we're gonna get some more comic bookiness because, like, obviously the Christopher Nolan movies are great, but as great as they are, something I've always complained a lot about is the fact that they lose a little bit of the, like. Gotham not being a real city and like some of the weird more gothic sides of it and like the Tim Burton movies like don't age amazingly but like a part of them that does age really really well is that is just like that feel of like oh this isn't like an actual city it's like a really specific thing and like Gotham really feels like something specific it doesn't just feel like they filmed in Chicago because Christopher Nolan just filmed everything in Chicago um <laughs> so that's like I'm excited for that blend like to me this looks like a blend of that of like taking the like subject matter as seriously as nolan but we're gonna get some like more weird shit um which really excites me now you carol you were mentioning about the plot and this is something i kind of want to talk about here it's interesting that they're using the riddler because in the past like um i'd say about five to seven years there's been like two really really famous riddler stories that both take place in like a an early batman career um And it looks like this movie is like taking from a little bit of both of those. So the first one I'm going to talk about is called Batman Earth One, and it's this comic run that is supposed to be like what if Batman took place in like the current era. Um, and the Riddler story in that is kind of what you're seeing here. Like he takes hostages and he's kind of like a terrorist almost, and he like threatens to kill people. Um, and it's like a detective story. And um, the costume. Batman's costume in this, from what I've seen from the trailer, is also really reminiscent of that. It looks very, like, built from other stuff and armored. So that's, like, a cool starting point, because it's more of a modern comic that's really helped to, like, redefine Batman in a lot of ways as, like, a detective. Um, The other cool one that they're kind of referencing a little bit is this famous run called Zero Year that is... So basically, like... Okay, this is a whole comic thing, but, like, in the (laughs) early 2000s, they kind of, like, rebooted... They, they basically they reboot comics every like 10 years and they bring on like new creative DC. teams yeah dc dc so in the um actually in the early 2010s like in 2011 they rebooted it with this initiative called the new 52 doesn't matter we don't have to get into it but <laughs> there was this really famous creative team on it who's now done like it's like a seminal run. it's like the seminal modern run of batman it was written by scott snyder drawn by greg capullo um it's like the run of batman for the current era and in that run they did like an origin story called zero year and in that origin story again it's another riddler story of riddler kind of like taking gotham hostage um so it looks like we're getting themes of both of those like i'd say the look looks a lot like batman earth one uh i'd say even like the riddler himself looks a lot like batman earth one in terms of like his actions but there's a lot of cool like imagery from the trailer that looks right out of zero year so like everything about his motorcycle we've seen stills with him on the motorcycle and his weird like motorcycle suit and you see him in the trailer at one point like he's got the weird leather jacket or whatever like that whole thing is very much like page for page taken from uh zero year like it's very similar um so i'm really excited about that i'm really excited that we're referencing comics that aren't just the goddamn Dark Knight Returns and Batman Begins. It's like, oh, uh, or sorry, Not just Batman Year One. It's like, yeah, it's like, cool. Like you're a Batman fan. Like you, you like understand like more history of the character. Now another thing, and this will be kind of my my last my last main point I want to mention, and then we can maybe get into more like general questions about this trailer specifically. But another thing I want to mention from a comics perspective is 
Um, something cool that they're doing that I really, really like is that they're introducing a lot of, like, they're really building the world of Gotham in terms of, like, the villains. So another thing that I really loved about the Tim Burton movies was, like, in the first Tim Burton movie, like, Harvey Dent is just there. But, like, he doesn't turn into Two-Face or anything, but, like, he's just a character in the movie. And, like, if you're a fan, you know, oh, like, maybe down the line we'll get him turning into Two-Face, which that all goes to shit in those movies. Because um, <laughs> they recast him as a white guy, and it's really weird. Um, anyway, but what, what I like about this is it's referencing another kind of really, really famous comic called... Well, kind of two. So one of them uh, is called... Uh, Batman the Long Halloween. The other one's called Batman Hush. Uh, both were written by the same guy, I believe. Um, Batman the Long Halloween is cool because it's this story where, like, every month, like, has a holiday, and on that holiday and every month, someone basically gets murdered. And so it's basically a detective story. But one of the cool things about it was it's supposed to take place in Batman's, like, second year on the job, kind of, which is when this movie's supposed to take place, like they've said in press. Um, and it was kind of your initial look at a lot of villains. So it was Batman's first run-in with all these different villains. And one of the cool things about this trailer is, like, Catwoman's in the trailer. And, like, she's probably not going to be a major character. But, like, they ha they cast Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I'm sure she's going to be in the whole trilogy as just, like, an ongoing thing. Like, Carol, you mentioned Penguin is in this, played by Colin Farrell. Which, like, <laughs> is insane because he looks so different in the trailer. I was looking at the picture of him and then... It said Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and I was like, that's not him. You're kidding. It is, though. <laughs> that's insane. But that's cool, too, because that's another, like, comic thing of a lot of times the Penguin is just, like, like, he runs a club or whatever, but, like, he may not be the main antagonist. Yeah. He's just, like, another shitty gangster dude in Gotham. Um, so it looks like we're referencing a lot of that in terms of it's, like, a, a mystery, and also there's, like, villains everywhere. And then the Batman Hush reference in specific is really interesting. So in this trailer, we see a lot of imagery of like people getting their face taped up. Yeah. Um, Hush was this like, it was this run that they did, where he was a, um, a I don't want to spoil like the actual story, but it was this whole thing of like who is Hush and Hush is this villain that has his face taped up. So I'm wondering if like that, I'm wondering if this is all a misdirect, like if it is the Riddler but low key like Hush is involved somewhere as well. And I don't want to spoil who Hush is because if that is the case, like it'll be a cool plot twist in the the movie. Um, and you guys, I don't think, know the plot twist, so I don't want to, like... And it's not just, like, spoil it for listeners. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, either. It's cool. Thank you. Um, I'm actually... I'm familiar with Hush and some of the Long Halloween. Yeah. Not not the end of the Long Halloween, but... It's, um... And I, so I really like this. And another thing about Hush that's kind of referenced is Hush is really where we get the first, like, modern Batman and Catwoman being together, like, in a relationship in a serious way. It really kind of, like, built... It. And, like, in that comic, she finds out that he's Bruce Wayne, and, like, it's, you know... So, it really looks like, like, if I had to say, like, the four things it looks like it's referencing the most is all, like, still in the top ten of... Like, if you were to go online and look up the top ten Batman comics, but it's just... It's not the ones that we've seen a lot of. Like, it's really deliberately, like, a, the, the more, like, typical Batman story style, um, where it's, like, a detective story and all that. So, that's, like... That's my comic knowledge dump in terms of just, like, references <laughs> to stuff and, like, potentially where the plot may be going. I'm assuming the Riddler is going to be taking people hostages or whatever. I have a feeling that there may be some reference to Hush in there, which kind of ties to Bruce Wayne's past. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited. It looks like Matt Reeves, who's directing this, really cares. 
And his last franchise before this is Planet of the Apes, and he, like, painstakingly cared to make references to the originals. Like, and as a fan of the originals, I was like, okay, like, yeah, this guy... but without sacrificing, like... Quality. Like, quality writing, yeah. 100%. Um, so, yeah, so let's... So that's my, my general comic knowledge dump. We can talk about the trailer a bit more specifically. One thing I do want to mention, uh, I wanted to get your guys' take on the suit... For me, I'm not the biggest fan of the suit, but I've also heard that he's most likely going to end up, like, getting a new suit by the end of the movie. Like, this suit, like, this is his, like, you know, quote-unquote homemade, like, first suit, and then he'll get a more traditional one by the end of the movie. So, it is what it is. Um, What do you guys think about, like, seeing him in, in action as Batman for the first time? I think it's very interesting that they didn't include a lot of him talking. I am very intrigued to see what he sounds like because I have seen him do some good accents and I've seen him do some bad accents. So I hope Mm. that his accent doesn't ruin this film for me and others. But I mean, if they've so painstakingly, apparently, Marco, you said, chosen like the plot and the characters and stuff, like I hope that the director knows what he's doing um, and that he will not sound dumb like he did in The King. But Oh my we'll god. <laughs> to be fair, though, he was doing a French accent in The King, not an American accent, but still, yeah, it was ridiculous. Still, like, nailing an accent is a talent, so we'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's my, my one thing. That's fair. <laughs> I've not seen The King. I also... <laughs> I don't think I can say I've seen any movie with Robert Pattinson except for um, Harry Potter and the Goblet yeah, of Fire. Yeah, I was what? just going to say Harry Potter. Well, he hasn't seen Twilight yet. What about The Lighthouse? Yeah. No, I wanted to see The Lighthouse. I never did, though. It's Guys, we got to do an movie. episode on that. <laughs> yeah. We're doing an episode on that. Yes. We have to. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I intend to watch that movie anyway, so. <laughs> Perfect. Um, something, so Carol, you mentioned like the his bat voice and like what that's gonna sound like <laughs> really the only uh, glimpse we get of it in the trailer is him saying like i'm vengeance after he like destroys the guy yeah. now i want to point this out i want to point this out this is gonna a really specific nerdy thing but stick with me oh, here God, of course okay so so obviously i'm watching this trailer for the first time you know what i mean i'm just i'm hanging out yeah. with madison it's nighttime suddenly i get a notification batman trailer's out i'm like okay here we fucking go so I put this trailer on, I'm watching, I'm watching, the guy in the Joker makeup says, um, who are you? And I just kind of roll my eyes and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, he's gonna say I'm Batman, we have to have the I'm Batman Yeah, the trailer. same with me. Um, and then he says, I'm Vengeance, and I was like, okay, fine. But then I realized, so like, up until now, the definitive take on Batman I'm gonna say, and I would say most Batman fans would agree, is actually the Batman the Animated Series from, like, the 90s and 2000s, with, like, Kevin Conroy doing the voice of Batman. That is, like, everyone agrees that's, like, the definitive take, because it is, like, the serious storytelling mixed with, like, the world building or whatever. And what's interesting is, that take, like, the I'm Batman, because, like, every Batman has an I'm Batman moment. I don't know why. I think Michael Keaton, (laughs) like, started it by accident, and now it's just become a thing that every Batman has to say it. But that take has a very specific one where he doesn't just say, I'm Batman. He says, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I'm Batman. And so when I saw that I'm vengeance thing in the trailer, I'm wondering if like, I mean, it's a cool trailer moment, but if also like in the final cut of the movie, if we're actually going to get that full 
like mini like speech from him of like and actually referencing batman the animated series of like not just saying i'm vengeance but actually going through that whole thing and doing it um which is like a really small geeky thing but if they do that that'll be like such a nice way to subvert like just the casual batman fans who are expecting an i'm batman moment but also then for like people like me to be like oh cool you're referencing like inarguably the best piece of batman media like ever outside of comics so that's that's gonna be fun and interesting and like in that one moment which is the really the only time we hear his bad voice i was like okay it sounds i don't know it doesn't sound as like crazy as christian bale it sounds closer to michael keaton than anything which like was great for me it's just like like a more hushed just like understated type thing so yeah also um can we talk about those the people in the joker makeup yeah and how we think that might connect to like the the story i don't have any ideas <laughs> i mean marco mentioned that like it already seems like they're just including like so many bad guys in it that maybe it won't play a big role but i mean i don't know as much batman lore as either of you and especially marco <laughs> the the only thing that sticks out to me with that is in batman beyond which is like the sequel for, uh, to give everyone context it's like the sequel animated series to batman the animated series with like that same batman as an old guy um and there's like a new young batman that takes over but in that there is like a joker gang like the idea is like the joker's gone we don't know why we do end up finding out later and there's like uh, a joker gang in gotham and like that reminded me a lot of that but like the joker gang is kind of predicated on there being a joker and i'm pretty sure we have confirmation that like i think they said in one of the panels or whatever like this movie is not gonna have the joker in it um so i i'm that's good i'm curious to see yeah the joker's what kind of been over yeah there. like how that ties in i don't know so well, we'll see also like do we ever see because paul dano is the riddler first of all i love paul dano i don't know anything about batman but I like to think I know a lot about actors, and so I'm very excited with all the people that they cast, first of yeah. all. Um, yeah. But Paul Dano is the Riddler. He's portrayed as, like, really, like, dark, and, like, in the comics and, like, in the old films that the Riddler has been in, like, he's always wearing this, like, bright green and purple outfit. Um, but is there, like, a comic where we see a dark Riddler, or was this just, like, an artistic choice? It's funny. Like, I would say, and Dan can probably attest to this, too, that... I would assume they're going probably closest to, like, what was in the Batman Arkham games in terms... Like, that'll probably be the Riddler's final look. I was going to say that. If you weren't going to mention that... Yeah, gonna... well, go for it. Like, you can talk about it a little bit, too. We both played those games a lot, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's mainly what I was going to bring up. But, like, yeah, in those games, he's a much more, like... I don't want to say edgy, because... Yeah. <laughs> like, in comic book movies, that has, like, a really negative, um, like, you know... That, that, that doesn't mean much anymore. Um, but it's actually really cool how he's portrayed in the uh, in the Arkham games. It's very mysterious and very like he's not just. It's not like in the the Batman sixty six show where he's just like he's making riddles to like have fun because like that's what he does, right? But in in the games, he's like actually facilitating terrorism yeah. through his riddles. Yeah, um, that's going to be an interesting thing to see how that plays out. Um... Because I don't know what his look is going to look like, and I don't know if they're going to completely... Look, I mean, I I think, just based on what we've seen, based on the stuff Matt Reeves has talked about, I would assume we're going to get something a bit closer to normal Riddler than just, like, a random nothing costume. 
I think it'll probably look more like the Batman Arkham games if like people want to reference that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I guess the, I, the other thing too, right, is it's one of those things where like everything seems like it doesn't work in live action until it does. So like obviously like our only live action thing outside of the Batman 66 show is like Jim Carrey from Batman Forever, which was basically just the 66 show. It's just a joke. <laughs> but at the same time, you look at something like, look, if you think about the Shazam costume, like if you were going to, like if five years ago you were like, yeah, we're, they're going to make a Shazam movie and the costume is going to be like a one for one. I'd be like, well, that can't work. What are you talking about? But then you see it in the context of the movie and it's like, yeah, it works fine. So I would assume we're probably going to get like a Batman Arkham game costume which still will have like some of the greens and some of that stuff but is more like muted and obviously Paul Dano isn't going to play him ridiculous he's going to play him like a terrorist so it'll it'll probably come together in that way um yeah and one note I also have about the actual costume is they seem to be giving him goggles again which I think was a thing from the games if I remember correctly yeah which I like a lot I like that look for the Riddler Me too. a lot or sorry, not goggles, glasses. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, like the eye coverings. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. I was um, going through photos to look for goggles, so I did not know what you was talking. About. I have the I have the trailer playing back, um, so I just passed that part. I'm just looking at stills on IMDb. Oh yeah, so something I was gonna say. And this is more of just like general, I guess about the the tone. It looks like first of all for the trailer, combining like the Nirvana song also with the score of like if you guys remember they did that first reveal trailer where like robert pattinson just like walks out in the bat suit and there's just like the score behind it and it was like 45 seconds long they did that like whatever six months ago i want to say um and that was like the first taste of the score for the movie and like i really loved like taking the trailer but then i actually don't think i ever saw that one so watch it and the only reason i'm going to say watch it is because once you watched it and like you 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 watch this trailer again you can actually hear the score like that it's like put underneath of the nirvana song and it's a really cool sound mix and i guess this goes to say like this is a really great trailer like not just the sound mix but even just i'm really loving the use of like the red and black theme for batman like like and the animated series yeah and batman beyond both had like really like red and black vibes for batman we haven't seen that in live action and the whole thing just comes together great um, it's funny you were talking about the music though and I think once I do go watch that little 45 second thing that you talked to, that you talked about I will appreciate it more because my one complaint with the trailer is I felt that the music choice was dated sure but now that you mentioned that it's like the Nirvana song like I, I'm not I don't know much about Nirvana so now that you're mentioning that it's the song mixed with like the actual score yeah I think I'd probably appreciate it more once i see that other clip yeah for me that's what really makes it like not just a pop song because like pop songs and movie trailers have become such a thing now but to like yeah to have it actually mixed with the score in that way i was like oh cool that's cool like i respect that it's like a creative decision it's not just like batman's dark and nirvana's dark so yeah. let's just put in a, it's like you know, that, that could be cool yeah exactly and also guys i'm wondering at the end of the trailer we get half of a date but two of them two of the characters of the date are question marks mm-hmm. right yep do you have any theories of when this is going to be coming out yeah 30, 30 31 <laughs> okay so not far off yeah i think they're both supposed to be twos but i like that they were question marks <laughs> because like we are living in this very unknown time <laughs> but no imdb even says 2021 yeah. 
Although they aren't done filming, so, like, we'll see. Yeah, that's another thing worth mentioning is, like, this trailer was only put together on 25% of shot, like, footage. Yeah. Like, they've only shot 25% of the movie as of the making of this trailer, so... That's pretty, like, it's a really solid trailer for not even having a lot. Must have shot some pivotal moments. (laughs) Yeah. So, I think one thing we haven't talked about yet is, like, we talked about the suit, but not about the the bat symbol being made out of pieces of Joe Chill's gun. So, for context, Joe Chill murdered Bruce Wayne's parents with a gun. He shot them. Yeah. And, um, apparently the symbol of the bat suit for this suit that we've seen is fragments of that gun and that was like marco when we were talking about this before we got any trailer or whatever we were like that was our biggest complaint we're like oh it's going down this super edgy road and it's just it's trying way too hard and i still like i'm sure that'll work better in the whole movie i still you know prefer if it wasn't literally pieces of a gun making up the the bat symbol but um that's my that's definitely my biggest complaint for the suit and like the cowl is okay it's not my favorite one i think like i like the ears but um like the bottom part is a little too open for my right taste for a batman mask i don't know i just wanted to mention that because that's a pretty that's been a talked about thing. Um, How did you even get the gun to make the suit? That's why it doesn't make it. sense. <laughs> that's why it doesn't make sense. That's why it's kind of silly. And also... Well, I thought... Didn't he, like, break into the evidence, like, room at the GCPD and steal it at some point? Or is that a different story? So there's, like... Yeah, so, like, we talked about this a little bit, but... The, I think here's where this whole idea came from, just to give a little bit of... So in that famous Batman story, The Dark Knight Returns... Um, in order to explain why Batman has, like, a yellow symbol on his chest when the rest of his suit is so dark, they have a scene where he gets shot there, and his internal monologue says, like, it was too heavy to always wear armor, so I have a little plate underneath this yellow thing on my suit, and, like, that yellow thing is, like, a target. So when I jump out at people, they'll try to shoot there, but that's my most reinforced spot. Then, recently, in, like, there, there was this thing, like, Detective Comics number 1000 came out. Detective Comics is obviously the comic where Batman started, so they did this special thing of like getting all these famous Batman creators in to tell stories. And in one of those stories, written by Kevin Smith, famous movie director, famous Batman fan, um, he kind of takes that idea of the metal plate and he said that, well, that metal plate was actually like the gun that killed his family, like melted down. Which like is dumb, but also it's Batman 1000 or Detective Comics 1000. I get it. It's like all about the heritage of Batman, whatever. And it looks like this movie's taking it even more literal where the symbol itself is made from the gun. Um, we'll see what happens with it. I'm hoping it's not. I just, I'm hoping that's just a total, like... What I'm hoping is it's, it's part of the character where, like, Bruce Wayne is being really overdramatic on purpose as part of his, like, character arc. And that ties into getting a new suit. Right. You know, by the end of the movie. Which is, it's probably yeah, what's going to happen. For sure. That's, like, the best case scenario. Um, something we've talked a lot about, like, going to Batman's origin, or at least, like, I've talked about, I, I I prefer the idea that Joe Chill isn't a real person. Like, I've always kind of, in my own head canon, and I don't know if there's ever been a story like this, I've liked the idea that 
you know, young Bruce Wayne finds out the guy who's killed his parents' name was Joe Chill, but then ultimately he gets older and he finds out that, like, nah, Joe Chill is just, like, John Smith. Like, it, we don't know who did it. Like, it's just it's just some guy, like, quote-unquote Joe Chill. Because to me, it really, it, it, like, helps cement the idea of, like, he goes out every night because, like, any bad guy could be Joe Chill. It's not about this one specific guy of, like, this guy killed Yeah, it's, like, Gotham City killed his parents. Yeah, like... Like, they died on Crime Alley. Yes. Literally the most generic... Yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so... And listen, maybe that's what this is about. Like, maybe... um, Like, maybe there's a plot in the movie of him getting this gun that he thinks is from Joe Schill or whatever, and then ultimately it comes out, like, maybe Alfred tells them or Commissioner Gordon is like, stop being a fucking weirdo. Like, there is no Joe Chill. Like, what are you talking about? We don't know. It was just some guy. Just some guy killed your parents. Like, pull it together. Like, that would be another, like, best-case scenario of it, of him being like, oh, I have to stop being weird. Like, I have to be, like, just... I have to use my smarts and my cleverness and not rely so much on being, like, a freak. Um, yeah, and again, I'm, like, that's... Yeah. I'm hoping that's actually... That is what happens, because that would be a great turn for the... That that would be... That would make for a great story, I think. Yeah, me too. A few, few more things we can quickly touch on. Um, Jeffrey Wright... I think is his name, playing Commissioner Gordon. He looks great. Oh, yeah. As soon as he started yeah, doing... Yeah, he his... seems like a Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, as soon as he started doing his voiceover, I was like, yep, like, that's <laughs> perfect, like, Commissioner Gordon. And then also, like, this is such a small thing, but I just love, like, Commissioner Gordon and Batman just, like, standing at a crime scene, like, trying to figure something out together. It's just such a comic book thing, and, like, always, there's always this, like, manufactured tension in the movies of, like... Uh, we have to hunt Batman and I just love that again like we're leaning more into like detective Batman instead of outsider Batman and it's like hey hey come help yeah sure come help us like smartest man ever like this is great thank you for like the 66 TV show takes it way too far where the like the, the, the police department just doesn't try they're just like yep just call Batman every time you just gotta call but I like the idea that they can like work together and have a relationship that's a nice thing to see in the film so also, one other thing that's a fun tie-in specifically to our pod, we have Gollum playing Alfred. <laughs> yes. Gotta love Wait, that. Wait, do we actually? Is that in the trailer? Yeah, yeah Andy Circus. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even see that. There's a. That's great. There's a line about like you're becoming quite a celebrity or whatever, and that's Andy Circus, and he's yeah, he's playing Alfred. Did we? We didn't see him in the trailer though, did we? It was just his voice. No, you just get the voiceover. Oh, okay, that explains yeah, why I missed it. That's cool, though. You didn't recognize his voice, Dan? <laughs> I thought the Gollum voice is his real voice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be great. Anyway, that's cool, though. Yeah. Uh, there was one other... One would, one would argue that's more of a Lord of the Rings tie-in rather than a, a feature-length no, no, podcast no. tie-in. <laughs> it's a feature-length it's a, podcast It's a feature-length tie-in. podcast tie-in. <laughs> The people listening to this are fans um, of the pod, not necessarily Lord of the Rings true <laughs> that is true or maybe batman i don't know i don't know where these people are coming from <laughs> is there uh, anything else you want to touch on with the trailer any any final things i think we hit all the main points yeah i think i said all the stuff that i wanted to mention yeah i think all my questions are answered <laughs> good yeah i'm i'm maybe we can say like what level of excited we are i don't know i'm very i wasn't excited going into it because a lot of the stuff i heard just seemed like more of the same but now seeing the trailer, it excites me that like every reference in it is from 
a famous Batman comic that isn't one of the two we've had references to, like really specific ones. I like that we're referencing animated series, and I just like a lot of the cool attention to detail stuff that Batman fans have talked about forever that never comes up. Like even at the end of the trailer when he takes his mask off and he's got, still got the like the eyeshadow, because yeah, in yeah, actually yeah, um, thanks for bringing that up too. Yeah, because in in Batman Returns which is, like, one of the Michael Keaton ones, there's a scene where, like, he's got the eyeshadow and the mask, and he takes it off, and just, like, the eyeshadow disappears, and it's, like, this is, it was, like, such a joke in, like, the Batman lore. Like, every Batman fan knows this, and everyone's, like, oh, yeah, remember that dumb scene? So, I don't know, it's just, like, small attention to detail, stuff like that, like, really makes me excited. Also, the Batmobile looks really cool, because it doesn't, it's not, like, we went through this whole phase of it being, like, a tank, and now it just looks like a modern version of the 1960s one, and Mm -hmm. I love it. I agree. yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm excited to see the film. Um, I mean, obviously, I haven't read any of the comics, so I'm not like a a Batman like stan per se. Um, but I did really enjoy the Dark Knight trilogy and love to laugh at some of the earlier ones. Um, so I'm excited in that way. Um, and now learning everything about the comics, at least what we think will be incorporated in this film, I'm also just excited for like genuine fans of the comics to watch the film so it should be good hopefully very excited all right thanks for recording this with me guys thanks for letting me yell about batman <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do it had to happen nice eventually. little bonus episode <laughs> yeah it'll it will happen more as we go it just so happens we've been talking about like real films so i've had to yell about like aaron sorkin but eventually real we'll films. get into more nerdy stuff and i will yell about <laughs> batman more so don't worry um <laughs> thanks thanks for joining me guys everyone thanks for listening um yeah i think i think that's it goodbye bye see ya